We're standing ready Lord please I can take a guess Oh would you please We are ready I'm lifted by the spirits Broadcast, uh, you are here with the boss. This is January 10th, uh, and we are coming at you from Vancouver, BC. Uh, thanks so much to my buddy Axel Boss for the, the intro there, bringing us in. Uh, he's floating around town doing, doing shows and whatnot. Uh, we are coming at you again on the weekend with a full episode of the Slackline. Uh, back with JWoww, and uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be chatting some uh, yeah just some going ons about the uh, about the world you know return back to the sex scandal that won't stop and we'll talk about maybe some potential president president Oprah Winfrey uh, talk that's been going on over the last uh, week or so so stay tuned for that that will be out on Sunday uh, for now uh, it is the quote of the day and we are. Who's our sponsor today there, Greg? Uh, we are brought to you today by Clutch Nuts. Looking to make a bold move? Grab a handful of Clutch Nuts. Uh, those are tasty, delicious. Uh, mix nuts in a bag. Put them in your pocket. Put them in your backpack. Uh, whenever you're, whenever you're needing uh, to to make, whenever you're needing to uh, to make a bold choice, uh, Clutch Nuts uh, first will will give you the uh, will give you the clutch you need. So, uh, yeah, that brings us into the quote today um, along the same lines. Our quote today comes from one Malcolm Gladwell, a uh, famous author of books like The Tipping Point and Outliers, uh, kind of giving uh, 20th cent- 21st century a, uh, a new look on, on how, we, uh, how we do things, uh, kind of one of our uh, modern philosophers, uh, I guess you could say. Yeah, that quote from Malcolm Gladwell is, uh, if we are to learn to improve the quality of the decisions we make, we need to accept the mysterious nature of our snap judgments. And uh, that one caught my eye today. Um, it it, it kind of caught my eye because I feel like I get stuck in a in a mode of uh, of not doing this, of not kind of trusting your gut, your snap decisions. Um, can uh, I mean it seems like a weird thing because uh, why wouldn't you kind of do what your what your body is telling you to do uh, you know even though 
you know, your your deeper brain might be telling you something different, but uh, you know, our our kind of whole species, our kind of all evolution is built on on uh, on instinct, right? And so, um, I don't know. It seems strange that you know, as a uh, as like a conscious being versus you know in nature where everything is based on instinct uh that we've kind of uh foregone that uh you know for you know higher thought and whatnot which is great in in most cases you know it probably keeps us from from killing each other and uh <laughs> well f you know for the most part uh keeps us from killing each other and sh and uh snapping at each other and uh you know having uh crazy jealous rage and those types of things um but uh yeah you know this this quote it brings up an interesting point in that in order to improve the decision making we have to actually make the decisions you know in order to learn if it was good or bad because uh, and we also never really know our true reactions to uh to whatever the outcome is because uh w you know we never actually took that action in the first place so you're kind of just left with a mess of you know infinite possible could have would have should have moments running through your mind and kind of just ends up driving you nuts and and then this gets compounded when other people are acting in the same way right you know we're not uh basically being honest with with uh I'll say being honest, we're, we're basically, you know, we're ignoring what uh, what nature is kind of telling us about each other or a situation, and and letting our brain kind of take uh, take a few more moments to think things through. Uh, again, which can be good in in most scenarios, uh, but uh, you know, again, when you're talking about emotional things, um, including stuff like uh you know creative endeavors and, and and things like that a lot of times uh your first instinct is your best instinct you know like like they say even when taking tests and and uh you know you go back and you second you guess yourself on an answer or something like that and you end up having the first answer right um it, it makes you wonder why why you went back and changed it you know uh what made you not trust that you knew the answer in the first place <coughs> Yeah, I, I kind of looked into this a little bit as far as uh, if there's any any like if there's any science behind any of it, um, and it turns out there is actually like uh, uh, I didn't know this. Uh, apparently, there are like a hundred trillion microorganisms in our gut. Like they're not part of our our cell structure. They're they're separate organisms that have like made their way in there through food and and other things that we've put in our body and they've just been filtered out and filtered in and whatnot. And, uh, uh, like, again, like, there's a hundred trillion of them. That's ten times more than the actual cells in our body and a hundred times more than our brain cells. And, and these things are, like, in constant sort of, uh, they're in constant, uh, interaction with, uh, with our, our gastrointestinal our gastrointestinal tract, our GI tract, and uh, and that GI tract is like a really complicated system that is constantly sending um, brain activity, or is constantly sending uh, information to our brain. I mean, just like anything, but 
the gut more than than any other part of our body is uh, is interacting with our brain and and adapting our decisions. Um, again, I didn't know this, but ninety five percent of the serotonin in our body is stored in the gut, which. <laughs> when you think about how like antidepressants work and stuff is they target serotonin in the brain whereas only f- that's only 5% of the of the serotonin generation in our body so if that's what you're trying to uh that's what you're trying to moderate you're you're kind of looking in the wrong place because again 95% of this stuff is being released um in in our gastrointestinal tract and uh and these these hundreds of trillions of microbes are like millimeters away from this place where all the serotonin sits, and so it makes sense that uh, you know the things that we eat, which influences these these microbes and whatnot. You know, it changes our emotions, it changes our habits, it changes uh, you know just the way we feel overall. But I mean, the more I got into it, the more it was just like about how. It kind of interacts with, uh, with our food and how that has built sort of over the last hundred years of where we have been, you know, sharing food from different places that we never had access to before. Uh, we are processing food differently and stuff like that. It it has changed kind of our organisms that are sitting in our guts, you know, over time, very quickly actually. Uh, like I said, in the last couple hundred years. Uh, so so it kind of just stayed along those lines as far as how how what we're consuming is affecting uh is affecting these microbes and thus affecting things like our serotonin levels and other brain activity Uh, but i was more interested in you know what what about the gut feeling that you know as you're leaving somebody's house that you have spent the night with or something makes you turn around go back something like more like our human interactions right what what makes us uh you know, speak our mind when we normally wouldn't, or what makes us, you know, clam up even though we know we should say something, uh, whether it's something that's making us angry or something that's making us feel good or, like, whatever the case is. Um, when we have these sort of gut-feeling moments between each other, again, if we don't actually act on them, we'll never know what actual decisions or non-decisions or or feelings end up arising from it. And like I said, you end up with just this cycle of possibilities, um, bo- like everybody does, right? This cycle of possibilities of like, well, what if what if I had followed that feeling, you know? Um, to kind of relate it more to a, to a career level, I watched a, a super interesting uh, talk with a guy named um, Magnus Walker who uh, ran a clothing company called Sirius um, that he started basically just kind of moving uh, out to California and selling uh, t-shirts that he had like made and modified on the street or or uh, you know gotten at, at garage sales and secondhand stores uh, on or on the street on the beach where there's a pretty like big culture of, of doing stuff like that but um, you know it ended up growing into this huge uh, huge clothing line called Sirius and then they ended up morphing into uh, film location and then morphing into um, now like make a making documentary films and stuff like that and so uh, and, and this this talk with uh, with Magnus Walker he he just talked about how everything was just kind of like a gut feeling and 
none of it really made any sense and we never really went into anything with uh, any sort of plan it was you know make clothes that we would like to wear and um yeah we need a bigger space so let's go move into this space and oh people think this space is cool and want to film here okay well oh a lot of people think it's cool and want to film here okay well maybe we can just do that and uh you know it's kind of he said an interesting thing where like when it feels awkward that's probably when you know you're you're on the right track and um it's those awkward moments that a lot of times make people you know step away from something um you know a moment of in uh you know in business or something like that if you're if you're just kind of starting out and you know you're kind of feeling a moment of well is this really working or goes back to like the test question right like trust yourself trust the first answer that you came up with um uh, because it was probably probably your best answer and i'm not saying that it, it all the time works out when you trust your gut like that's obviously not the case but um if there's kind of anything uh to really trust about what we or what you're what you're doing as you're kind of you know trying to navigate yourself through through whatever we're doing here um you know who what better than to trust the way that you actually feel um versus you know basically what any basically anything anybody else will ever tell you right uh it seems kind of strange i mean obviously we need, we need to and can learn from each other um but those things will play into your gut decision too right like if you have a friend that you respect that gives you advice about something um that's going to play into uh how you actually feel about it um because whether they changed your mind or whether the fact that they that somebody you care about feels differently about it um you know all of those things are going to influence what is ultimately uh what is ultimately what you feel to be the right decision but um i mean you could say that that <coughs> you could say that that isn't a gut decision at that point you know you're you're considering other people's viewpoints and other people's options and stuff like that but i think that's not really true because in the end regardless of how much you think about it whether or not uh you went with what you felt like was the right decision versus what maybe other people were telling you might have been the right decision or uh, second-guessed yourself and because well that couldn't have been the right decision it seems too crazy so let's default to this safer position um you know those aren't necessarily the right choices and and uh that isn't following your gut regardless of how much you end up thinking about it or talking about it. Um, something else I found interesting is, you know, the mentality of people that end up moving out to Hollywood and stuff like that, still with, you know, only like $100 in their pocket and stuff like that. I watched an interview with John Hamm from Mad Men, and he, you know, when he was 25, I think he said he moved out to uh, to Hollywood with only $100 in his pocket, shows up, you know, just on the bus with, like, literally nothing and, you know, starts looking for work, whatever it is, waiting tables, blah, 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 going on auditions and and just gets at it, like, right away. Um, because why? <laughs> you know, any any in any rational sort of world, that decision makes no sense. Uh, but, uh, you know, in the irrational world of 
of John Hamm's gut and mind, uh, he he went for it, you know. And you know, when we hear those types of stories, it's it's inspirational for everybody else. Um, and and I think it even those types of things uh, play into into our own gut feelings uh, because because we see that people have done it and and then maybe it's not so scary and then maybe our our gut doesn't you know our gut tells us that it is uh it is the better way to go or it is the right decision um you know i think that's part of the reason why we end up looking up to to you know celebrities and people like that because um we kind of recognize this like boldness and um bravado in their decision that that we wish we we all sort of had i think i think most of us do um and that's why we're more attracted to the type of celebrity that actually you know that you can see that pathway versus um people that have you know been lifted onto that pedestal by outside forces like parents and that type of thing um you know those people even when they're even when they're talented they, they tend to have to work a lot harder uh, to gain the respect of like of of an overall audience, not necessarily their peers, but an overall audience. Anyways, uh, I think that comes back to um, to what I said before about how uh, when people don't act on their snap decisions or do, uh, it it ultimately influences uh, influences how we do the same. You know, all this stuff gets compounded upon itself. Um, because, you know, uh, again, especially in, in one-on-one interaction, it's like, well, if I'm not saying or doing or whatever my gut is telling me to do, whatever my brain is telling me to do, and you're not, then we're both kind of sitting here not really sure, right? Uh, and again, whether that's love or business or just sex or, like, whatever, like, uh, yeah if you're sitting across the table from somebody and they're not really telling you what they're actually thinking or feeling, uh, you'll never, like, the decisions that get made at that table are never going to be based on, on, you know, yeah, the real issues that people had with whatever, uh, whatever was being discussed. Again, that could be a business choice. That could be whether or not you want to make uh, 20,000 shirts versus 50,000 shirts for the next shipment. Uh, well, if Jerry never raises his hand about how he thinks that, uh, it'd be better to kind of go halfway in between and do 30,000 because that's, because he's done the math on the duh and he's more like, mm, no, you know, I'm new here. I don't really want to rock any boats. And then, you know, he, he, d- he doesn't end up voicing himself they end up going to that decision you know a few months later anyways once they've done on the math for it and and jerry is left there being like oh i had that idea and uh everybody everybody else is well should have said something sorry like you don't get credit for um you know i had that idea uh you get credit for i did (laughs) uh but yeah so maybe we'll leave that uh for today that again, a, a quote by Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, if we are to learn to improve the quality of the decisions we make, we need to accept the mysterious nature of our snap judgments. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell, he is a uh, uh, writer, kind of uh, modern philosopher. And, and the, the key word there for me is, is, is mysterious. They're still mysterious, even uh, 
uh, you know, as I went through dead talks and stuff, trying to find uh, some info on on this type of gut feeling and stuff, it's it's still very much uh, uh, unknown. And uh, you know, I find that interesting. It opens more avenues for for further discussion. So. Uh, thanks again to Axel Boss. Thanks again to the Crooked Spies for providing their awesome music. Uh, thanks again to Clutch Nuts. Uh, we're going to make a bold move. Grab a handful of Clutch Nuts. They will give you the clutch feeling you need when you are in a high-pressure situation. They're, uh, they're good for your backpack, for your pocket, uh, for your sock, and for your mouth. It's Clutch Nuts. Uh, this has been Slackline Quote of the Day broadcast. Uh, you have been listening to The Boss. The Boss is coming! That's a made-up, dumb fairy tale name, you And uh, we are out for today. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new quote. Hope everybody has a good day. Bye for now.